Welcome to Shelter and Sound, a Chirp Radio program. In this limited series, we're speaking with musicians, artists, and local tastemakers who are making it work while staying at home. These folks are finding creative ways to stay connected to fans and each other. As always, you can count on us to bring the music to you. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. This is Nick Lee, and you're listening to the Trip Radio Podcast. I am here with Julia Steiner of Rat Boys. Well, we're not hey. to, we're not together, but <laughs> we are no, we are talking we are, we are talking over the phone. Yeah, yeah, we are we are keeping our distance as recommended by uh, by knowledgeable health workers. Julia, how are you doing uh, during the uh, while, while, while you shelter at home? Hey, yeah, I'm uh, I'm doing pretty pretty good. Um, I think today is day like I think it might be 29 of our. It's been almost a month that we've actively been staying in, um, and things are pretty good. It's like I don't know, all the days are blending together a little bit. I tend to have one one little jaunt out into the world a week where I go to the post office on Saturday mornings but um other than that staying home you have been very active online attempting to stay connected with your audience and doing live streams i caught the one that you did for social distancing party it was pretty charming Uh, you're able to keep a pretty good rapport it seems like with an audience even even remotely is that is that a challenge for you because you don't you don't make it seem like a challenge Thanks. That's a very big compliment. Yeah, it's, it is a challenge. Like I, I, thanks. Yeah. I, I feel really comfortable at this point on stage, like at a traditional show in a, in a club or wherever, a bar, I don't care. Like if we're on a stage in front of people, it, we've done that enough times now. And even at the beginning, I never felt super like in my own head or freaked out about that. I've just always liked it and felt at ease up there, but it's different playing by yourself. Uh, obviously there's no like in-person audience. It, you kind of just have to, I find it a lot more, uh, it's just like a a little bit easier to like fall in and just think about what you're doing and saying a little bit more. There's, you don't have that energy to feed off of. And so it's, uh, it's, I don't know. I still, I'm glad that it works out and that you liked it, but it's definitely not my, the most natural feeling. So I'm still, still getting used to it, but I mean, Hey, it's better than nothing. And it is fun. It's, it's cool to get to just walk downstairs and press a button and, you know, play a show. It's it's really different. Yeah. 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 It's a a lot less uh, set up, right? Um, You have to be, you don't have to be quite as prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you're definitely saving money on gas. It depends though. Like, 
Yes, we are, even though gas is super cheap right now, <laughs> I guess. I haven't yeah. filled up my tank in a month, but yeah. But but I will say, like, there are different types of live streams you can do. Like, the Instagram one is the mm. best example. Like, going live on Instagram is the easiest thing. There's literally no setup unless you want to, um, I don't know, like, have some sort of visual background, like, you know, like a physical media behind you. But pretty much you just press a button grab a guitar and sing into your phone mic. But but there are other ways you can go live that actually, they don't require more setup, but if you want to get more involved and add some more to it, you can, which is kind of why we were drawn to Twitch, which we might talk oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's just so many things you can add to that. And so that actually, the show that we've started doing on Twitch, it does take like a decent amount of prep just because we're getting a lot of like stuff ready on the computer and like we mic it up differently every time and stuff like that. So it's, it's fun. It's, it is a little bit more of like a process, which we like because we have time to do that. So it's uh, just twitch.tv slash watch boys. And um, yeah, we go live every weekend, Friday and Saturday at eight Chicago time and Sunday at four Chicago time. So two nights, one afternoon and, uh, yeah, it's simple as that. You can download the Twitch app or you can just go to that that site in your browser. I just had a thought. What if I never came home? I go and get a job. Uninstalling 90s payphone. I like the sunrise, but I just want to feel Winding a little bit uh, before before we all had to shelter in place, before uh, we realized how bad the pandemic was, uh, you had a couple of high-profile performances, one including uh, a set at a Bernie Sanders rally. How did how did how did you get set up with the Sanders uh, with the Sanders campaign? And how and tell me a little bit about that concert. Like, was it was it kind of weird playing? For playing at a political rally as opposed to a a club date or um or even on Twitch. Yeah, I mean it was it was awesome. the The backstory was pretty simple, actually. We it was all kind of thanks to just the DIY punk community. Like, so um, there's a person who works for Bernie's campaign who is in a band that we had uh, played shows with in the past. And so he he had originally hit up our mm-hmm. drummer Marcus's band Pet Symmetry, um, and they played a rally back in November, I think, or December maybe. But anyway, so uh, then later on, Marcus had told uh, our contact as well, like, you know, I play in another band, Rap Boys, and they'd love to, we'd love to be involved. And so, yeah, they just it was just kind of word of mouth and like an old uh, just connection through playing shows together, but. Yeah, we got invited to do that back in January, and it was really cool. We ended up, we went as a two-piece because our bassist, Sean, is a political journalist, and we didn't mm-hmm. want to put him in an awkward position. So Dave and I went out, just the two of us, um, to the Quad Cities, and it was, in some ways, very similar to a regular show. You know, you go and you bring in your equipment, and you sound check, and you sit around and wait, and then you 
play, but in other ways it was pretty different because, I mean, pretty much no one there knew who we were, which is to be expected. And we, everyone was sitting down Mm -hmm. and it was kind of like a more intimate rally. There were like, (laughs) like a thousand people there, which in political rally terms is pretty small. Um, But everyone was sitting down. It was like in a big college ballroom. And so, yeah, we just went up and played played a tight 30-minute set, and uh, it was interesting. Like, I, oh, okay. I, yeah. I don't think Bernie was in the room when we played, but it was, it was cool <laughs> right. to have that. Yeah, I mean, he's, like, a busy dude. It was cool, though, to have, like, the, the connection, you know, with his supporters and everything. And it was interesting to read the room, too. Like, we – I was kind of – I was trying to be, like, lighthearted up there and, like, put everyone in a good mood. But um, his crowd was pretty, pretty, you know, they're there because they're angry about how our country is working. And so people, people definitely were in the mood to like, uh, like, let out their frustrations and stuff and like, and soak up Bernie's similar energy. And so uh, I kind of realized that pretty quickly that it wasn't just some like happy go lucky time. Like everyone was there for. A serious reason which kind of caught me by surprise it was really cool though like it, it's important to to feel those things and like you know uh just respect what everyone's going through so it was awesome though oh, nice. I mean, we got to meet senator sanders really briefly and he's uh he's an amazing leader i'm bummed that he's not uh not going to be our next president my one more question when the stay-at-home order is lifted what do you think you're going to do with your newfound freedom? Oh, man. Well, I can tell you we're definitely going to go on tour and truly cannot wait for that. Probably the first thing that I will be so excited to do is uh, get Marcus over here to play together as a band. I, I miss that so much. You know, like we're we're limited because uh, Dave and Sean and I, the three of us, mm-hmm. live together. But then Marcus, our drummer, the final piece of the puzzle he's married and lives with his wife across town. And so, um, I mean, we're taking, we're trying to take this as seriously as possible and we haven't seen him in person in a month. And so it's like, you know, I can't wait to just play music together again, even just rehearsing, like practicing is going to feel so great. Um, but of course, I don't know. I I do. I will need to like go outside and like leave my house at some point. So I'll probably, uh, yeah, exactly. Maybe go, uh, small bar has a wonderful patio in Avondale. Uh, it's my favorite place. So I'll probably, yeah, that probably sounds, go. That sounds like a, a lovely, a lovely bar. dream. Something to keep in your back pocket for when this is all over. Well, Julia, this is, this has been really wonderful. I, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with me for the trip radio yep. podcast. And I'm glad that you and the rest of the band are staying safe at home continuing to be healthy and continuing to be creative uh, throughout this health crisis. Uh, again, this is Mick for the Trip Radio Podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in.
listening to Shelter and Sound, a Chirp radio program and podcast. Tune in next week to hear more about the creative ways artists are coping and connecting during these unprecedented times. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, or visit us on the web at chirpradio.org podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.